Hey, Broken Salespeople, welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Staffstrom, and we're down here to help you fix your broken sales skills. Money. <laughs> Every salesperson has an opinion on money, and generally, it's good. Um, ever since Gordon Gecko said that, that greed is good, it's kind of stuck in most of our heads. Greed is good. Greed is good. The problem is being focused on money doesn't help you. Being focused on money doesn't get you sales. Allow me to explain. If you've followed the work of Daniel Pink at all, um, I highly recommend his TED Talk. He cites a study that I believe was from the Department of Treasury. I, and in it, they gave people a task, a task that took some critical thinking skills. What they did is they put people in a room with a desk and a wall. Desk was up against the wall, gave them a taper candle, a box of tacks, and some matches. They said, I want you to figure this out. I want you to get this candle, light it in a way that the wax doesn't drip on the table and isn't on the table. So people started looking at it, and most of them did what you'd expect right off the bat. They take thumbtacks and try and tack the candle to the wall. Didn't work. They tried to take the matches, melt the side of the candle, get it to stick to the wall. Didn't work. They tried tacking the wick to the wall. Almost started a couple of fires. Didn't work. Wasn't until they realized that that box of tacks was two things. It wasn't a box of tax. It was tax and a box. It was two separate things that were combined together. And it took them a few minutes to realize that they need to look at them as two separate things as they have to separate them. In fact, when they ran this study where the tax and the box were two separate entities, people figured it out almost instantly. But when they were together, it took a little while. So how does this relate to money? Well, they found out that what they wanted to do was test motivation on critical thinking skills, test money as a motivator for critical thinking skills. So they said, hey, whoever gets the fastest time will get 25 bucks or whatever it is. Uh, it, this was done back in the 60s or so. So yeah, it, 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 the money wasn't the big motivator. Um, and it was a lot of money for that time. So what happens? Well, if economics taught us anything, the people who were mo like motivated by money did way better. That's not how it worked, though. See, the people who were, had that money dangled in front of them like a carrot on a stick, they actually performed worse. Their average time of completion was almost double. See, the problem with money is it narrows your focus and doesn't let you think creatively. You just bulldoze through. It's the carrot on the stick. See, the, the horse that's following the carrot on the stick hasn't realized if he speeds up for a moment and then stops and lets that carrot swing, he can get it because he's only motivated by that carrot in front of him. It's go, 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 not realizing the carrot's going to move at the same pace unless you change speeds. You need to have that critical thinking skill. When money is dangled in front of people, you're no different than the horse. 
You're following that carrot and the carrot's keeping pace with you the whole time. Oh no, how are we going to solve this? It becomes a cycle, it really does. So if money doesn't motivate people, what does? See, you have to stop looking at money as money. I know it's a little deep, a little complex. Let me elaborate. Money is not a goal. It's a gasoline. It's a fuel. It's a way to get from point A to point B. You have to find out what your real goal is. What is your real goal? And then money is nothing more than the price tag. It's the amount of gas you have to burn between here and there. That's all money is. And once you start looking at it from that perspective, life gets a lot easier. Because guess what? Now you're focused. Now you know the real direction you're going after as opposed to a middleman, which is all money is. Money is just a middleman. So what are the real motivators? What do you really want to go after? Autonomy, mastery, purpose. Those are the big three. Um, and how do you know this? Because this is what you spend money on. Once the bills are paid, once you've got a full belly, once you've got a roof over your head, all of those things, what do you want to spend money on? Autonomy, mastery, purpose. Those three things. You want vacations. You want to get better at whatever. If you're paying for coaching, if you're paying for training, you're after mastery. If you're playing for tools or more instruments or new pieces of software to get better at video editing, photo editing, whatever it is, new cameras so you can take better photos, you're after mastery. If you're donating your money to charity, if you're spending it on your family, putting it on in a college fund, you're after purpose. See, once we stop looking at money as if it's the end goal, as if it's the thing we're after, we can start seeing what the real goal is. Now we're motivated. So I want you to think about the last time you were setting your goals, how you did it. You probably did the same thing most people do. You took your numbers from the last year and you multiplied it by 1.2, 1.3, whatever that number is. You added 20%, 25%, 30%, or you just found the ni next nice round number that you wanted to go after. I did 500,000 last year. Let's go for six. Yeah, that, that's a goal and you're going after self-improvement, but that's great. But what if you don't really want that? See, what if you're happy with where you are? There's no reason for you to go more, more, more. I know that's weird for a sales coach to tell you. I'm supposed to want you on that rat, that, uh, that rat wheel, that hamster wheel, going, 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 more, 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 more. You could take that Buddhist philosophy and be happy. Now your focus is rather than going from five to six, hit that five in 11 months instead of 12, and then take a month off. Wouldn't that be nice? A month off. You hit your numbers, right? Why not? Take that same time that we'll do it in 40 hours a week instead of 50. That's nice too, isn't it? See, that's when you're looking for the autonomy. The autonomy sounds a lot better than the extra money. 
I know some of you are thinking like, no, he's crazy. I want that extra hundred. You might, you absolutely might, but what are you going to do with it? Going to buy a vacation? Going to retire that extra year early? Odds are, if you're going to invest that, if you're going to put it towards something, autonomy, money, purpose. See, I do woodworking. If I could pick between $350 or a planer, I'm going to pick the planer. Guess how much a planer costs? $350. Why? Because now I don't have to go to the store. <laughs> you have to know what the end goal really is. Money is never it. Money is a way to trade for goods and services or trade for time. That too. It's easy from the economist model. Trade for goods and services. Yay, good services are time. Now you can't get infinite time, but you can get better healthcare. <laughs> that might help you. You could get more time during the day off. You could work 40 hours instead of 50 and then go to the gym for an hour a day. That'll get you more time. Simply more vacation days. That's more time. More time with your family. Being able to coach their little league games. That's more time. Good services or time. That's what you're really after. Every single time. Good services time. Money is just the fuel how you get there. That's it. We have to stop this gilded calf worship of money. I know, it's weird for a sales guru to say that. Somebody who's supposed to train you in sales and get every dollar out of the customers they're worth. No. My goal is for you to be happy. My goal is for you to not need it, to not come across as desperate and slimy when you're talking to your customers. That's what I'm really after. That's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> Especially if you're constantly chasing more and more and more. That's addict behavior. Can you be addicted to money? Absolutely. I know people who are. People who make over $100,000 a year and still can't keep up with their bills. They're addicted. Same way a heroin addict starts using and then needs more and more and more in order to get that rush. Same concept. Stop chasing money. Figure out what you really want. Autonomy, mastery, purpose, good services, time. Focus on those. You'll get the money. You'll find a way to get those. Because once you have to look your daughter in the eye and say, sorry, daddy didn't work hard enough. We can't go to Disneyland. It'll hit home. But that's what the goal is. It's not $5,000. It's to see your daughter's eyes light up when she meets Minnie Mouse. I hope this helps. I hope this opened your eyes in some ways and that you'll stop thinking of money as this gilded calf. I hope you start thinking about things in a new way, that you start writing goals that really motivate you as opposed to 1.2. Um, once again, my name is Red Staffstrom. Thank you for listening to the Broken Salespeople podcast. Please be sure to like, to subscribe, to review, um, whatever platform you're on. All of them help the channel immensely, um, whether it's on iTunes, um, Apple, Apple Podcasts, or if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I post these videos in multiple places, take the audio, make them podcast, all of these things. 
uh, make sure you're following on Instagram at broken salespeople. Um, one word, broken salespeople. Uh, I look forward to talking to you guys some more. Let me know what other topics you want me to cover. And until then, go fix yourself. <laughs>